I've had very good beer. Strathcona beer we went to this this summer. It's good. Was just as good, in my opinion, no as way. Great Notion. No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no way. No way. Okay, maybe not just as good. This is the final call for me. The Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, episode 335. At 449 feet, almost three times the size of an Olympic swimming pool, Vancouver's Kitsilano Pool is the longest pool in all of North America. And it's also Vancouver's only outdoor heated saltwater pool. Heather and I tend to disagree on a lot of things, and that's what makes this podcast and life in general so very interesting. One of the differences that we have is that she prefers rolling luggage, and I prefer a travel backpack. But even though she usually uses rolling luggage, one of the things that we agree on is that the best travel backpack out there is the Tortuga Outbreaker backpack. So on the off chance that she does use a backpack, she is grabbing my Tortuga Outbreaker backpack, and she's always telling me that that is the backpack I should be bringing on a trip with me because not only is it the most stylish, she thinks it's the coolest as well and the best travel backpack out there. I agree with her, and if you're like us and you agree that the Tortuga backpack, specifically the Outbreaker backpack, is the best travel backpack out there, you can head on over to tortugabackpacks.com. Don't forget to use that promo code EPOP because that will get you 10% off anything that you order. And one of the things that Heather and I always agree on is that one of our main missions in life is to help as many people travel as often as possible. And in order to do that, we've got three other projects that we think you will love to hear about. The first is our Cheap Flights app. It's called Jetto, J-E-T-T-O. You can download that to your phone right now from either the Apple Store or the Google Play Store. So you can go get that Jetto, J-E-T-T-O. You'll pick your airports and you'll get sent cheap flight notifications. It's totally free to download. Second, if you're looking to create a life of location independence where you can travel, live, and work anywhere in the world, our supportive community over at Location Indie, that's locationindie.com, is the place for you to go. Best thing to do is hop on our email newsletter. We'll send you a bunch of free resources, and we'll also let you know when we're opening the community for new members. So you can go there right now, locationindie.com, hop on the email newsletter. Third, we've got a new podcast coming out called Ask Epop. It's where I, in short form, 10 minutes or less, answer your specific travel questions. So I need your travel questions. Get those in by going to extrapackofpeanuts.com slash ask, A-S-K, or you can hashtag ask Epop, A-S-K-E-P-O-P, on Twitter. We'll find your travel questions, and we'll be answering them on our new podcast. All three of those resources made to help you travel more. Check those out. And right now, let's roll into our Portland versus Vancouver throwdown showdown. Hello, 
travel nerds, and welcome to the Extra Pack of Peanuts Travel Podcast, the show that teaches you how to travel more while spending less. I'm your host, Travis Sherry, and joining me today is someone who is trying to brainwash our 11-month-old son into loving, sparkling water. My wife and constant travel companion, Heather. (laughs) There is no brainwashing. The kid was dying for some sparkling water the very first time I gave it to him, crawling after the can. The first time he ever crawled was towards a can of sparkling water. Uh And now that he's had it for the past several months, he's like a rabid animal. As soon as you open the can of water, he just comes at you. It's it's kind of weird and scary in a way. (laughs) And we just found out La Croix has like rat poison put in it. So that is what you're feeding my child. I usually drink polar because it's cheaper. Still versus sparkling. (laughs) One of the many things we disagree on, which leads us into today's episode and the next couple episodes, because for three episodes in a row, we're going to be doing our Throwdown Showdown series. Throwdown Showdown. Where we debate various topics, or not even topics, cities or areas against each other. Now, coming into this show, I don't know which one you're going to pick. I am going to throw it to you and allow you as the uh, as the lady on the show to pick the side that oh, you want. Chivalrous. But today's episode is going to be Portland, Oregon versus Vancouver, British Columbia. Next week, we're going to do Thailand versus Bali. And the following week, we are going to do Eastern versus Western Europe. So we did this way back. Episode so long ago. 70. So long ago, I can hardly remember. Where we did a show that was East Coast of the U.S. versus West Coast of the U.S. I picked it, or you picked the East Coast. I went with the West Coast. So it only took us 270 episodes or so to come back to this idea of a debate show. And have to, we're going to keep ourselves to 30 minutes. We're going to keep it quick, quippy. And we're going to have Quick a little bit of a quippy. throwdown showdown. <laughs> so when should I, should I start the, start the so timer start now? The timer. All right, it's started. Here we go. Throwdown showdown series. Episode number one, Portland, Oregon versus Vancouver, BC. You've got the choice. I've got Who the are choice you defending? of what I um. I think I'll do Portland. All right. No, just kidding. Of course, I'm not doing Portland. We all know that Portland is your first love. I will do Vancouver. All right. So start us off. We're going to, both of us, we've been to both of these cities. Multiple times. Multiple times. We know quite a bit about these cities that we've spent more time in these two cities than probably any other city outside of Philadelphia when we lived in Japan. Yes. So we know them well. We also have destination diaries on both of these cities. In fact, we have two destination diaries for Portland. That's how much we love it and have been there so many times. We felt we had enough material for two, an updated Portland destination diary podcast. Yeah. So if you want to dive into each one of these cities more or you're going there or you've been there and you you want a little more meat on the bone, you can go listen to those Destination Diaries on those episodes. But today, it's all about defending our choices. There are no notes. We haven't nope. done any preparation. This is a free flow, throwdown, nope. showdown. Here you it go. Is. Vancouver, I, I, why is it better? <laughs> well, I'm going to start, I think, with the best thing about Vancouver, in my opinion. And that is the fact that it is on the ocean and you could see the mountains because it is such a striking cityscape. I mean, you have the beach. I mean, you can go to the beach in Kitsilano. And I I mean, I guess people swim there. I have never swam there. But 
you have the ocean right there. It's so gorgeous. I love being close to water. That's one thing Portland lacks. I mean, you have to drive, what, an hour and a half to get to the Oregon coast? Yeah, about. And it is beautiful. I think the Oregon coast is beautiful, but you can't see it from Portland. Whereas in Vancouver, you could see it. And then you can see all of the mountains there when they're capped with snow. It's just magical. Magical. Okay, so you're going with beautiful natural scenery as as a selling point uh, to Vancouver. No, not that's not the only selling point because because Portland also has this. I'm I'm specifically talking about ocean mountain combo. The ocean, ocean mountain, mountain combo. combo. So my problem with Vancouver before oh. I even get into why Portland is better because there's a laundry list of things. And by the way, if you guys want to side, we would love if you <laughs> sided with one of us or or helped us with this throwdown showdown, deciding a winner. Tweet us at Pack of Peanuts at Heather, Heather Sherry, Sherry and Hashtag let us know. Showdown throwdown. <laughs> yeah, you could do that, or you could just tell us which one's better. Or is uh, it wait throwdown throwdown showdown, showdown series showdown throwdown throwdown showdown? But you can <laughs> you can tweet us. Let us know which if you had to pick, and you do. We're making you pick which one do you prefer. I agree that Vancouver is stunningly beautiful because it's right there. My issue with that is the is the fact that yes, you're on the beach. But it's crappy beaches. No. So yes, they're crappy. When you're taught when we're considering beaches of, of the world or beach Okay or, Yeah, no. it's not a tropical destination. I'm not going there for the beach. Yeah, so my thing is, all right, you have the beach here. Cool. It's worse for me that you have a beach here, but I'm not really gonna go swimming because the water's pretty cold and it's not really that nice of a beach. You're not laying out on you're not hanging out on the beach. People hang out on the beach. Yeah, I had do. picnics on the beach before. Okay. In fact, I had a lovely evening picnic where we watched the sunset at Kitsilano Beach sure. in September. It was magical, it was beautiful, and you know what? It wasn't crowded either. All right, so you do that once. I want to if I'm going to be near a beach, I want a beach that I can swim in, that I can hang out in, and sure, I feel I think like you're the reaching beach, here. I think you're I feel reaching. like the beach in Vancouver is just a tease. That's all it is. Okay, it's just it's, a tease. It's not a tease. How about just the feeling of calmness and utter peace you get by being able to view the Pacific Ocean? Well, we're going to get into calmness and <laughs> and stuff like that. Give me all right. So, there you go. That's your first point. I had a My little bit of point. rebuttal. There's no flow. There's no format here. We're not no. going all lawyer like opening statement, opening statement, no, rebuttal, rebuttal. No. You continue on why you like Vancouver. I'll give you some of the points of why I like Portland then, and we could go back and forth. Okay, so am I up again or are you, you having a point for, for, for Portland? Go for it. Okay. Another thing that I love about Vancouver is the the eating scene. There are so many good restaurants. It's really fun to walk along Main Street. There's lots of shops. There's cool new places to eat. Everybody's biking. That's a whole other thing. Like it's just a very bikeable, bike-friendly city. I've never seen more bikers in, in a city than I have in Vancouver. Okay. I would I would go with the fact that if we're talking about eating and drinking, for me, Portland I, I, would, has, I didn't say drinking. I just said eating. So my, my big thing with Portland, a few points here. One, if you like good beer and you like good ice cream, which who doesn't like good beer and <laughs> ice cream, then you're going to get that in Portland. And while Vancouver is above average... For beer and ice cream, we've talked about them in our Destination Diary. The best ice cream in the world is in Portland, Oregon at Salt and Straw. 
and the best, some of the best beer in the world is in Portland as well. So for me, Portland, a step above when it comes to ice cream, when it comes to beer. And I would say that I've enjoyed Portland's food scene more than I've enjoyed Vancouver's food scene. Really? They both are, are good foodie scenes. Don't get me wrong. But okay. I well, just, I've had the best fish and chips in my entire life in Vancouver. Okay. I've had some amazing brick oven pizza in Vancouver. I've had very good beer, Strathcona beer. We went to this this yeah, summer. It's good. Was just as good, in my opinion, no as way. Great Notion. No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no way. No way. Okay, maybe not just as good. It's, it's but very it's, good. you know, very, it's up there. For me, beer, food, and ice cream is just a step above in Portland than it is in Vancouver. So that's one of the reasons that I prefer Portland. The other thing that I like about Portland is the fact that as far as being a city, it's much, much more manageable. So while I'll give Vancouver credit for being a big city, I I like it as a bigger city more than I like some other big cities because, as you mentioned, bikeable, things like that. But I like the size of Portland a lot more. And I've always said this to you that for me, the size of Portland is is basically the best size for a city that I could ever want. So you have everything, all the amenities that you could want. You have professional sports teams. You have all the big concerts are going to come through Portland. You have big venues. You have things like that. But as a, as a city of 300,000, it's certainly not overwhelming and it doesn't get crazy crowded. Whereas in Vancouver, I feel like there's so many more tourists. There's so many more people visiting. And what I like about Portland is the fact that at 300,000, 400,000, instead of, you know, whatever, 1 million, 1.2 million, it feels much more like a town with all the amenities you could ever want versus a big city. And so I like that feel a lot more. And I like the, the neighborhood okay. vibe. And I will counter that by saying that I feel as though Vancouver is more cosmopolitan, whereas Portland kind of has this weird kitschy vibe that I guess is cool. Like, Portland is weird. Keep Portland weird. I mean, I'm not so into that whole weird... Counterculture. Counterculture thing. I prefer the more cosmopolitan vibe of Vancouver. And while it is a very large city, you can attest that it has some cool neighborhoods. In fact, we spend a lot of time, or we used to spend a lot of time in Mount Pleasant neighborhood because our dear friends lived there, and they've now since moved to Victoria on Vancouver Island. Oh, they moved out of Vancouver. Um, Interesting. <laughs> for work. But we love the neighborhoods in Vancouver. It's very cool to bike through. And I also think that even though it is a large city, I don't even mind taking the public transportation. I have taken buses in Vancouver, which are very clean and easy to use. I have taken the SkyTrain, and I'm not one to hop on buses. I'm not really into taking a lot of public transportation. I no, prefer that to... is that is for sure. <laughs> I mean, I'll do it, but I prefer to Uber or walk. I enjoy walking, but I think that it's very easy to get around Vancouver without having a car. Whereas in Portland, I feel, I mean, you have Uber there, so that's cool and Lyft, so you can use that pretty easily. But I don't, I've never taken a bus in, in Portland. Well, actually I did one time from the airport and it was kind of inconvenient because it didn't drop us off where we really needed to go. We had to do a lot of walking with our luggage. So I just think it's a little more seamless in Vancouver. I would counter that by saying that for me, Portland, because it's smaller... 
I generally don't have to take public transportation. I'll bike wherever I need to go or I'll walk wherever I need to go. I feel like the downtown core is much it is much smaller because it's a smaller city. And then once you get out in the neighborhoods, the kind of the neat thing about Portland that I've always enjoyed and talked to talked about ad nauseum is that each neighborhood is its own self-sustaining thing. So if you live out there in the northeast, you know, you don't have to come downtown. There's plenty of restaurants. Obviously, you have the Alberta Arts District. If you live in the southeast, you have Division and all the restaurants down there. So I like that even though it's all one city, it has these distinct neighborhoods that then almost operate as their own self-sustaining communities. And then if you do need to go downtown or you want to go to a show or you want to go to the Timber Stadium or or go catch a Blazers game, you know, you hop on the Max or you hop on a bike and you're probably at most two, two and a half miles away from any of that. So for me, that's one of the joys of Portland is the layout. But I guess we just disagree in the fact that I prefer a smaller city feel than something that is more cosmopolitan and big. Okay, fair enough, I guess. You know, we did take the max the last time we were in Portland and it was easy because we had an Airbnb that was right next to there. But you're seeing that you're walking and biking a lot. But now that we have Whitaker, you can't bike with Wit just yet. He's still too little. And if you're going to walk from, let's say, Alberta all the way to downtown, that's over an hour walk. So that's not something you're going to just do if you want to go out for dinner and back with an infant. Well, so. <laughs> that's true. Traveling with an infant will change my travel style around Portland. One of the other things I like about Portland that isn't anyone's fault, like it's not the fault of Vancouver, but it certainly is a is for me a point that knocks it down pretty far is the fact that Portland is just way more affordable than Vancouver. And so even with the U.S. dollar being strong against the Canadian dollar, good luck finding anywhere to live if you're looking to buy in Vancouver. Well, if you're looking to rent, however, the rents are not terrible. The you rent, can, yeah. It's better to rent in Vancouver than it is to buy just because the housing market there is absolutely insane. I mean, multiple millions of dollars for just kind of... I mean, I guess millions of dollars for a large house, but for a small house even, you're not getting... Yeah. Anything under what four hundred thousand, or or probably seven hundred thousand, eight hundred thousand. And I agree that the rental market is is much more accessible to get into in Vancouver than the buying market. But also, I found that when we were there and we were looking for Airbnbs, it was very very difficult to find any type of affordable Airbnb in Vancouver as well. And I think that comes back to the point that it's so much more touristed and there's so many more people coming through, like it's it's more of a destination than Portland is, that I would rather a city not have as many tourists and have have more locals than be constantly have an influx of people coming from all over the world, specifically people coming from Asia and flooding Vancouver at all times of the year with tourism. I see. Well... I guess I can't really counteract that because Portland does have visitors, but I feel it's more domestic. It's more just other Americans coming to Vancouver. I'm sure they have international visitors, but you're right. Vancouver definitely has more tourism. It's a bigger city. It's pretty known around the world for being, you know, like one of the top cities to live in the world. I don't know if Portland can have that claim to fame. 
literally list upon list of just being the best place in the world to live. Yeah, well, except for the housing crisis. <laughs> the housing which crisis. Which now hit. Except you can rent pretty affordably. Another thing that I love about Vancouver is what you can do right around Vancouver and the surrounding area. So we went to Capilano Bridge the last time we were there. Or actually, this was okay. last year. Last year. It was very cool. I mean, you get to walk through like these tree houses over the river on the bridge. Lots of people Instagram this bridge. I mean, you can't Instagram it without other people in it ever unless you go somehow in of the off hours. Of tourists <laughs> that come to okay. Vancouver. Touche. Touche. Uh, but it's beautiful. It's absolutely gorgeous. And then if you just want to, you know, go up into the mountains in 30 minutes, you can be in Squamish, which is very cool. It has lots of little breweries. You can do the Sea to Sky gondola. That's awesome. There's miles of hiking trails up there that you can just do immediately right right from the city. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff you can do outside of Vancouver, but I would say that there's a lot of stuff you can do right outside of Portland. You mentioned that the coast is about an hour and a half. You also have Multnomah Falls and the Gorge, which mm-hmm. is which is cool. Um, and we've done multiple times. It's about, what, 20, 30 minutes out of town. Mm-hmm. So I guess Vancouver, and I will give you this point, the stuff to do around it and, and the views because of the mountains are a bit more stunning. Because, yes, they are. Because you have some incredible mountains mm-hmm. you have. Obviously, you have Whistler if you're looking to ski. Right. I'm not trying to make your point for you. Yeah. I'm just saying that <laughs> it is more dramatic and it is more stunning. Yeah. But I wouldn't sell the stuff to do around Portland short. That's very true. Because like Oneonta out, Gorge Oneonta Gorge, get amazing. out the Hood River. Uh, however, how many times have we passed Oneonta Gorge in Multnomah Falls and the parking lots are too full? You can't even go. So maybe you're not having floods of Asian international tourists, but there's enough people who think it's cool to Instagram at Oneonta Gorge that you can't even go there in the summer. I wish you guys could see this on video because Heather's head is shaking back and forth <laughs> like, oh, no, you didn't. That's exactly how Heather's acting right now. And that's a, that's just, a valid point. I think I made a very good point there. Also, I just want to throw this out to you. If we're talking about bike riding I feel as though you've said before one of your best bike rides happened in Vancouver. Like, I don't know. Does Stanley Park ring a bell? Yes. Stanley Stanley Park is in Vancouver. It is amazing. It's beautiful. And there's a whole coastal wall that you can bike around. And that's part of Vancouver in the city. I mean, Portland doesn't have that. Portland certainly does have that. (laughs) Forest Park is amazing. 33 miles of trails directly, as you mentioned, in the city. So you can get out, you can hike, you feel, I mean, you are in a forest, in a deep forest that is right there in the middle of the city. So I absolutely love a forest park. Stanley Park, oh, I don't know if it's bigger size-wise, but I mean, again, more kind of dramatic because your bike and yes you can bike on it which, which i like the only problem with biking on stanley park as i mentioned a lot of tourists people who don't know how to bike you feel like they're gonna fall into the water and you're like oh my gosh do i really want to be around <laughs> these people who are like cruising all over like putting their feet down it's a mess <laughs> too many tourists it is a scene um it can but be a forest scene. park 
Certainly one of the better parks that I've been to, urban parks that I've been to. You also have the Japanese Rose Garden in Portland, which is paid, of course. So, you know, it's not free, but you'd have to pay for it. But the coolest Japanese park that we've been to or the you know coolest Rose Garden and Japanese park that we've been to outside of Japan. Which, again, hasn't been many, but was on par with some of the best that we ever saw in Japan. That is a beautiful garden. I love the Japanese gardens in Portland. I will say that this last time I was in Vancouver, we walked up to the gardens. I think, I don't know, they're not the botanic gardens, but I'd have to look and see exactly what it was. But we drove up, but you can also hike up or walk up this huge hill where we ate at this beautiful restaurant and there's all these gardens and you can see the whole skyline of Vancouver while you have breakfast, brunch, lunch, dinner. It was incredible. Trav wasn't there for this experience, but it was absolutely beautiful. Okay. So once again, beauty, we get it. Vancouver has beauty, but does Vancouver have food carts? Mm. So Portland, obviously famous for their food trucks, for their food carts, for their food cart pods. I think you might have us there. And you know, they some of my favorite, some of my favorite food that I've ever eaten in Vancouver in Portland has come from food carts. There used to be a PBJ food cart. Now, of course, now it's it's actually its own restaurant. And so one of the neat things that I think is unique, and you know, that whole keep Portland weird vibe, is the fact that they are known for their food carts and their pods of food carts. So for me again like it's a more eclectic as you as you mentioned than Vancouver. It's certainly not as cosmopolitan which I, I enjoy both sides, but I think if I'm looking at some at which I enjoy more, I'd rather kind of eclectic interesting, less cosmopolitan, less populated and to me Honestly, the food in Portland is just better. I've had some of the best salads I've ever had in my life at Crisp. Um, <laughs> I know it sounds funny because I'm talking about salad, but um, at Crisp, I've had great tacos there as well. Of course, as I mentioned, for me, it kind of comes down food and beer. So you have great notion brewing. You have culmination. You have, uh, for me, the beer scene in Portland Every like their best breweries are a step above Vancouver's best, and overall their kind of middle level breweries are also a step above as well. So I like beer; that plays a big uh, role into it. I think the beer's a little better, and it goes without saying, salt and straw, the best ice cream that I've ever had, is mm. housed and homed in Portland, and they have three locations there. So you're never that far yeah. away from Salt, a salt and Straw. Salt and Straw is very good. Vancouver also has some very good ice cream shops like Rooster and Ernest. Ernest Rain ice or cream, shine. Rain or Shine. They have some really good contenders. I will concede that Salt and Straw is the best ice cream that we have ever had. I will agree with you on that one. I can also say that. Being in Canada itself, you know, might be a little bit of a better political scene. (laughs) Canadians are usually kind of chiller, nicer. I mean, tomato, tomato. (laughs) All right. So you're basically saying you'd rather be in Canada than America. No, I love America. I am so happy to be an American, but I also really love going to Canada. I would be happy, you know, in either country. It is it is nice to go north of the border sometimes and just yes. and just you know it's obviously they're very similar if you guys have been to America and Canada. It's very similar cultures, but there's a difference and it is 
a little bit less contentious, I feel, at times. Yes, I would agree with that for sure. But that being said, I did not find the people in Vancouver to be friendly at all. And I was we were talking to our friends who live there in Vancouver and they mentioned the same thing. So they're not from Vancouver. One is from Vancouver Island and one is from Edmonton. And there is this idea that on the surface, like no one is rude in in Canada as a whole, really, and especially in Vancouver, but they're not they're not friendly. It's just this kind of middle ground, whereas I would rather someone either be rude to me or be overly friendly, not just this, oh, I exist, okay, like, let's just go about my day. And I found that in Vancouver all the time. There's not this overt friendliness. And our friends who live there and lived there for four or five years, they came to Philadelphia like, wow, we're so surprised that everyone's so friendly. So, you know, Philly obviously has a reputation for kind of being a bit vulgar and (laughs) blue collar and crass. So you're going to get that, but you also get the flip side of it. So I'd rather kind of the extremes than this idea of Vancouver that's just like, eh, we're not going to be rude to you, but we're not going to be overly friendly either. I see. And that's kind of the vibe that I've felt there. All right. I mean, I guess that could be true to some effect, but because we have such good friends in Vancouver and that's who we hang out with when we're there, that always brings me a lot of joy. And I know that we have good friends in Portland too, so we can't really say, you know, one city over another for the friend vibe, but like my best friends live in Vancouver, so I guess so, I am so, kind of going to say that so I prefer you are Vancouver of the because friend. of the friend scene there, but Just to wrap it up, in summary, I think Vancouver is a better city because I absolutely love that the ocean is right there and the mountains are there. Even though the beaches aren't tropical and you're not swimming there. No, it's not Mexico. It's not Thailand. Just the teas. It's just It's not Bali. But you can swim there and just being able to see the ocean and when you have those I mean, Vancouver is rainy as Portland is not as rainy. So the sure, weather... We're splitting hairs at that point. Yeah, the weather's I pretty mean, similar. The weather's similar. But I, when you see those rainy days and it's like all misty and the ocean is misty and the mountains are misty and you just kind of want to cozy up with a nice cup of coffee at any of, of the delicious coffee shops. I didn't even talk about coffee and I... I didn't really bring it up because Portland has some of my favorite coffee in the world. Right. So again. But Vancouver also has some of my favorite coffee in the world. So the the coffee, I would say, is very equal in both cities. They both have fantastic coffee shops. But in Vancouver, when I'm sitting at a coffee shop, I can literally see the snow-capped mountains. And I know that, that Portland has Mount Hood, but it's just not the same. It's just one mountain, whereas Vancouver has like all the mountains, all the ocean. I just can't say enough how much that just speaks to my soul. So that is the number one selling point for me. I also think that the food scene is pretty on par. The ice cream, no, you can have that one for Portland. Salt Straw wins. The breweries, I don't know about that one because 33 Acres was the first brewery that I went to where I thought, this is a beautiful brewery. It's very hipster. When they opened, I feel like there weren't a lot of breweries out there having like really cool, nice, fresh, clean, minimal decor inside. And it just, again, 
I, I thought this is a, a very cool spot. And they have some good breweries. And then right around the corner from 33 Acres is Brassneck. And so you can do 33 Acres, you can do Brassneck. And then next to Brassneck is Cardam's Donuts. So you can do a donut beer bang bang, which honestly I prefer to ice cream beer bang bang because I feel like they go together better. And I like donuts more than I like ice cream. Okay, so you're just so... going to start your whole Vancouver destination Sorry, diary here. Sorry, I forgot here. about that. I was just wrapping up, and then I, you know, I had to throw in. So about Heather the... prefers the stunning sky, <laughs> the stunning yes. sky, sea cityscape and seascape <laughs> of Vancouver. You also prefer the ice cream beer bang or donut beer bang bang to the ice cream beer bang bang that I prefer in Portland, mm-hmm. which is salt and strong, great notion for me. I prefer Portland, as we mentioned. I like the food a little better. I like everything I like a little better. And again, these are two of our favorite cities yes, in the world. we love so, both of them, honestly. We're not throwing shade at either one, but this is a throwdown showdown. Yes. And so we're picking sides, and my side is Portland. And I think the beer's a little better. I think the food's a little better. And I prefer the smaller, neighborhoody, eclectic vibe to the more cosmopolitan, busy, touristed Vancouver. Yeah. And so that's why I like Portland because it's a city and it has everything that a city that you want in a city, but it doesn't feel like a city. Whereas Vancouver has everything you could want in a city, plus the beautiful scenery, but it also it does it's just feel too big for you, like huh? a city. Right. And and I like that's it, but enough. if I'm talking about going somewhere and living somewhere and things like that, I just, you know, I prefer Portland a little more. I think it's a little more accessible and um I also do like the affordability factor. Not that it's crazy cheap or anything like that, but certainly a little more affordable than than Seattle or Vancouver. We didn't talk about now. Now we're going <laughs> Seattle. To, now we're like what? a throwdown showdown what? times three. No, then Vancouver. So there you guys have it. That is our debate between Portland and Vancouver. As we mentioned, two of our favorite yeah, cities in the world. We love both of these cities. I just happen to love Vancouver a little more, and Trav happens to love Portland a little more. So, you know, we had to talk about if we had to choose one place to live over the other. I think that I would rather live in Vancouver than Portland. And one of the interesting things is that we travel together almost all the time, but I have traveled quite a bit. To Portland by myself, and you have traveled quite a bit to Vancouver that by yourself. That is true. So you have maybe that's why we prefer it. <laughs> it's this interesting thing where you've spent a significantly more time in Vancouver than you have in Portland, and a significantly more time in Vancouver than I have, and I've been on the flip um, side. Yes, that's so very true. Maybe that has something to do with I'm it. I'm sure I don't familiarity know. breeds, you know, good feelings and good vibes, but. Both cities awesome. That's our throwdown showdown. I'm stumping for Portland. Yay, Portland. And I'm rooting for Vancouver. Yay, Vancouver. So let us know on Twitter, at Pack of Peanuts, at Heather Sherry, which do you prefer? You have to pick one. Don't say, oh, they're both great, because we know that. They both are great. But you got to pick one. What do you prefer? Portland, Oregon, or Vancouver, BC? Let us know on Twitter, at Pack of Peanuts. And on Instagram, at Heather Sherry, at Pack of Peanuts. Yeah, because we want to hear your opinions. Now, we've got two more. If you've listened to this and you're like, hey, that's pretty cool. They did this throwdown showdown, you know, where they disagreed. The timer's going off. Timer just went off. Where they disagreed on these certain cities. We're going to be doing two more of these, our throwdown showdown series. So next week, we've got coming at you. We're going to be doing a throwdown showdown Thailand versus Bali. So we're throwing it over a little bit tropical over to Southeast Asia. Which one are we going to pick? 
who's going to stump for which one. And then the week after that, we're doing Eastern Europe versus Western Europe. If you listen to any of our podcasts, you can probably guess who's going to take which side on that. But that should be a fun episode as well. So we'll be keeping these debate throwdown showdown podcast episodes coming for you over the next few weeks to do something a little different. Let us know how you like it. Make sure you tweet us and find us on Instagram. Also, don't forget, you guys love travel. That's why you're listening to this podcast. That's why we're doing everything that we're doing. We have three other cool projects that we're doing that we think you'll like all based around this idea of travel. If you want to find cheap flights sent directly to your phone, you have to download the Jetto app. It's completely free to download. It literally, you pick your airport, you get notifications when there are cheap cheap flights coming out of that airport. And it's just really exciting to get those notifications. I mean, what are some that you've seen lately? Yeah, you can do that on Google Play and on the i on the app store so you could do it sure. no matter what phone you have so you could pause right now and do it just yesterday night the latest jetto deal that i had come to my phone chicago to jordan for $488, November through May 2019. Oh my gosh, I've always wanted to go to Jordan. I know, when I saw How that came, have we not gone to Jordan? I, when that came through, I was like, all right, we're not in Chicago. We could easily <laughs> hop a flight to Chicago and go. So those are the types of deals. Think 40% off or more when it comes to flights. We've been seeing a ton of flights from all over the US to Europe for 200 to 300 bucks. So download Round the, trip. Round trip. So download the Jetto app, J-E-T-T-O. You can get that on your phone right now. Also... Location Indie, the community that we've built that helps people build and sustain location independent businesses so they can travel, live, and work anywhere in the world. We just came from Denver where we had our live Denver experience, DenX, where we had about 40 people out there just hanging out, brainstorming, having fun together. It was absolutely amazing. We had so much fun with this. Yeah, so it's a virtual community and we do a lot of virtual events, but we're looking to bring people together in person as well. So we just did Denver next year, 2019. We're aiming to do one in Mexico and we're also aiming to do a big conference as well. You could check all that that out over at locationindie.com. Best thing to do right there is hop on our newsletter. We'll get you a bunch of free resources. Even if you think, hey, I don't know what I would do. I don't know what type of business I would start or what type of skill I have that would allow me to even begin to be location independent. We walk you through that. We give you some really cool resources there for free to start doing that. And we also let you know when the community is open again. So hop on the newsletter there, locationindie.com. And lastly, we've got a new podcast coming out called Ask E pop that is going to be your travel questions answered so if you have a question about miles and points or a general travel question go to extrapackofpeanuts.com slash ask that will be a short form podcast where in under 10 minutes i answer a very specific i don't travel know if question. we can hold trav to 10 minutes he says he's gonna do it in under 10 minutes i will but those are the rules those are the and rules. i'm not a rule but breaker you are so a rule breaker i'm not a rule so you can go to extrapackofpeanuts.com slash ask you can submit your question that way or you can submit it on twitter with the hashtag ask epop we'll curate those and we'll be getting to your travel questions that way. That's our new podcast called Ask Epop. Look for that coming out in the next few weeks. Thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. Let us know how you like the Throwdown Showdown. And specifically, let us know. Portland? Or Vancouver. We'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks for the support as always. That makes us the number one rated travel podcast on Apple Podcasts. And until next time. Happy free travels. I'll show you Paris.